0: another episode of chat footy podcast i'm one of your hosts chris and my co-host i'm very good friend is dave
1: hey there chris and hello to our listeners out there welcome to chat footy where we are going to discuss the world cup in qatar 2022 and the round of the last 16 now chris we haven't spoken all week about a bit of footy so we, we oh, it's been so much football I mean, last Saturday we had Argentina-Australia. Not really that much of a big deal there, I don't think. And then we had the Netherlands, pretty convincing against USA. Any anything? Any thoughts out of that first game? Or first day, rather, of the last 16?
0: I think I think more than anything, Argentina looked quite solid after the first defeat. Uh, the Aussies give a good go, and I think it was on the commentary they were saying about, like, they're just not a pressing team. I don't think Argentina are going to get to the finals. I think Messi... You know, they've played well in spats and there's been some great defending and stuff like that, but I just don't think they've got it. And the fact that they're not a pressing team was quite obvious within that game. Australia was just not at their level. I think anybody at their level will take them out. So, didn't see that. The Netherlands, yeah, same again. You know, I think he got a good goal. Memphis, don't rate him. United are supposed to be after him again. Don't Mm. know why. Uh, USA, four, but they just weren't good enough. Very much like Australia, just... You can just tell the difference in class. And, and to be fair to Van Gaal, he's got them set up quite well. I can still see the boring side of that, that team from when he squats United. So, <laughs> yeah, there was a lot really to take out of that, if I'm being honest, on the Saturday day. It was quite boring, really.
1: Yeah, I think for me, this Netherlands team is not a great... This is not one of the old great Dutch teams of the past, is it? I think no. that they've got some, de- you know, very very good players, but I don't see this as a great Dutch side, and so I don't know how much further they're going to go. I think Argentina, you know, I, I think that result against Saudi Arabia might just have been the kick up the backside they needed. I, I think they thought they were just going to walk uh, into the quali- into the knockout stages, and then that's sort of given them a, a good kick. So I don't know about Australia. Australia? Argentina, I mean. So I I still think they might be... Remember, like, Italy. I know they're not here, but, you know, in the tournaments, you know, they'd quite often start off quite slow and then just get better as the tournament goes on. I think Argentina might still be one to watch. So I'm still clinging on to my uh, (laughs) pre-tournament prediction there, Chris. Stubbornly. But um, before we talk about England... What did you think of France-Poland?
0: Um, I'm not convinced by France, you know, Dave. I, I, Mbappe, is classed, he's without a doubt. But again... The ego, they, I think they've got the same problem that Brazil and Portugal have got. This could be a Chris Phelps classic yeah. quote this day. This is going to come back. As I say this is going to come back and bite me on the arse.
1: But, like, like Burnley for the Champions League.
0: <laughs> wolves <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. All right, Dave. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. I don't want to talk about that. I still listen to that day when Ben went, oh my, oh my. You know, like, what, what is he going on about? So I don't want to talk about that. But <laughs> stop it. Stop it. <laughs> there was worst prediction ever but what I would say is France you know Poland had them a few times Dave they just weren't convincing enough with it you know like they just didn't seem to believe that they could beat them and then you know Mbappe got a belting goal but again he's, he's like a slap task, Dave you know like like Neymar Ronaldo so sure of that it's just like you know what you get it's the same stuff over and over it's all about me unfortunately and he is world class Mm. without a doubt I mean I have saw this shit this week about Kyle Walker like oh yeah as long as Kyle Walker (laughs) apparently Dave, is a centimetre slower than him over a yard and all this shit they would say Simon Jordan and the talk sport they are literally like for like doesn't matter how fast you are when he's gone past you and you've got a turn he ain't catching him you know he's, Mm. he's so quick so Let's see, but uh, yeah, I'm not convinced by France, and everyone's saying we're going to get knocked out. I actually think I can't believe I'm saying these days. I'm proper pessimistic usually, but I think England have got a better team than France. It's just whether Southgate will believe we've got a better team. We've certainly got better attacking options.
1: Yeah, I think it's about the the kind of front options, isn't it? It's the front six or, or whatever he decides to play with. Because I, I heard they were talking about like maybe going with a back five or something, you know. The thing, I just the thing that irritates me, Chris, about the whole English media as a whole—they they were talking about like, like playing with a back five and like get Kieran Trippier in there, you know, and him and Walker all deal with Mbappe. Are you fucking shitting me? That you think Kieran Trippier is a good defender? And again, maybe I'm just biased because I think trent alexander arnold gets a lot of flack for being a shitty defender whereas most of the times he does you know he does get caught a bit upfield because that's his instructions that's that's what he's told to do but that doesn't make so, so he's not a perfect defender but that doesn't make Trippier a good one either it's just for whatever reason Trippier's mistakes don't get picked up he's not a good defender I think Walker is just coming back from injury as well I also think he all he gets caught out of position yes on a hundred meter sprint he's pretty fast very fast in fact but he does switch off as well so I don't know it's inevitable he has to answer the questions about Mbappe because he's going to be asked by the journalists so they're looking for that quote aren't they so I can't argue with the way he responded to that and saying, you know, he's not going to roll out the red carpet from him, but for him. But the thing is, if you focus solely on Mbappe, they've still got lots of talent throughout that squad. So, you know, there's... I mean, Giroud, isn't he? Like the Francis top goal scorer now. you got Griezmann. I think there's still plenty of talent in that side. So I think it's going to be a cracking game. I don't know. I, I hope... We don't go for the uber defensive, you know, pragmatic football. I, th- I think our a- attacking options are our strength. You know, I, I hope he sticks with Foden. In fact, you- you've got to stick with the same side, haven't you? That played against Senegal.
0: Yeah, I think so. I- I- I'm with you, Dave. I-, I want them to be adventurous, and I've got it right. I've got it wrong. Let's see every turn Southgate. I just hope this isn't the game where. You know, I'm feeling that there's a little bit of something in this team and then we go back to type with it. You know, just go for the jugular. You go out, you go out. If you're going to win the World Cup, you've got to play the best teams. That's the whole point of it. You're the best yeah. of the best. So just go for it. Don't have any regrets. Let's not wake up on Sunday morning going, well, if we'd done this and done that, and if we picked this person or whatever, do it. I do I do think with Saka, I know we dropped Rashford. Rashford's got three goals. Saka's got a couple of goals. You know, he, he actually played a bit better in this game. But I mm. Foden's got to stay in the team for me. Yeah. Foden, he's a great little player and he's very tenacious as well. hate saying that because I'm a United fan, but he is such a good player and I just think he, he just seemed to work where he is. And he's very, very, very clever on the ball. He's got a great pass on him.
1: Yeah, it was a great third goal, wasn't it? You know, Foden... Yeah. brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> To be honest, Foden never strikes me as someone with that burst of pace. You know, brilliant footballer. Uh, You know, he really is a generational talent, I think. But I never associate him with, you know, really a burst of pace than getting past people. But for that third goal, he did and laid it on a plate for Saka. And I thought he was a brilliant, you know, clever little finish. So, yeah, I mean, 3-0, I thought maybe flattered us a little bit. I thought, you know, again, another one of my non-favourites, Pickford. Uh, (laughs) To be fair, he made one good save, you know, that was uh, at nil-nil. So it could have been a a different game if that goes in. So, you know, a a decent Senegal side. I I think, you know, it was very handy that their best player, Mane, was out. But, you know, still a good side nonetheless. So I think the problem is you get fucking English media then don't you it's like oh you know this team and you know what Chris I was listening to fucking talk sport last night I was picking my daughter up and I'm listening to it and you got Jason Cundy on there oh, and he's going him. on he's he's saying you know couldn't we do like a Churchillian style speech and he's going through all these you know uh, English people and he goes William the Conqueror you <laughs> know as this great British uh, or English character. It's like, he's French, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he literally conquered us from France. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, fuck, mate. You know, just the, the IQ of the nation I, I worry about when you listen to fucking idiots like that. It's but, yeah, I, I think it'll be a cracking game. I, I think, like you, I, I just hope, we leave everything on the pitch. We don't like play it safe, you know, worry too much about Mbappe and then, you know, leave holes everywhere else. I, I think it'll be a cracker, to be fair. Yeah,
0: I think so as well, Dave. I mean, just slightly backpedaling, Dave, but on the, on the Sunday, we got some of the worst fucking, yeah, not the Sunday, the, um, I think it's a Monday, but some of the worst penalties I've ever seen. Japan oh beat Croatia. They all went the same way. The Croatia keepers there acting like he's Dirt Diggler, and they would probably, I mean, (laughs) I could have saved some of them. They were terrible penalties, weren't they? And Croatia went through. I thought Japan were actually the better. First half, they were excellent, Japan. Croatia come back into it. Great header, without a doubt. I think it's Perisic's got a great header. But they weren't amazing, Croatia. They were just Mm. really workmanlike. They haven't really got a striker. Uh, and then they just eat it out to the penalties. And they were never good. I didn't think that they were going to lose the penalties Croatia. But yeah, they were awful, them Japanese penalties.
1: Yeah. I mean, I didn't think I would see worse penalties. But we'll come back to that. We'll put a pin in that. Yeah,
0: we'll come back to that. <laughs> yeah,
1: we will. Yeah, we will. <laughs> but yeah, every penalty. And like you say, the keeper looks great. And to be fair, you know, he still has to go the right way. Because sometimes, even a bad penalty, if the keeper's dived the wrong way it can still look decent can't it but he went the right way for each one and uh yeah it was just it was terrible right from the offset and yeah i i thought japan were a little bit unlucky i thought they were great but you know what chris croatia fucking grind it out again don't they and yeah moderich yeah. you know just seems to get better um and you know we, we we sort of think of like that age inside. i don't think it really is i think they've got some good young players coming through as well so they are going to be ones to watch they're going to be hard to beat and so yeah i i thought it was unlucky the way it went i mean christ chris some of our penalties i, I say what us say ours i'm talking about liverpool now over the last few seasons it's been like 15 16 or something some of them have been ridiculous against chelsea you basically end up the whole team and then it's decided down on one keeper scores and one goalkeeper misses you know so the quality of uh penalties in the modern game just seems to be so much higher than it was in the past but fucking hell japan were were really bad but um before we come on to spain <laughs> yeah. I mean, what did what did you think about the Brazilian game against South Korea?
0: Dave, they just took the piss, didn't they? They just looked a different level, I thought, to Korea. I mean, Korea tried a lot, but Brazil, for me, just looked like they were going to score at every opportunity. You yeah. Know, and I, I know I was slating Neymar and that, but as a team, they're very well put together, great footballers. I mean, look, is it Allison in net for actually? yeah. It's, yeah. It's not Edison, is it? I think it's Allison. So, Alisson yeah. is a great keeper. He's a great keeper. Uh, you know, the defence. I mean, I know Thiago Silva. I mean, Thiago Silva set up one of the goals, they've an unbelievable. Yes.
1: Um, it's ridiculous. He's another so, one, is like 39 or something. Great play. Is, it, great is, great is player. he 39? Is it's, he's fucking it's old. He's close
0: to it yeah he's close to it yeah he's old he says me and you are in our 40s but in football in terms he's <laughs> old yeah you're right I'd love to be 38 39 again. Yeah, it's true his
1: right. <laughs> it prime
0: in football in terms you always think that don't I oh, he's gone him he's gone yeah he's gone but but no you're right I just thought Brazil they just look really good Richarlison's looking good for him they they just got Ben Casemiro's been excellent I'm so yeah, glad tonight yeah. I've got him he is a great player and Scott McTominay should never play for United ever again when Casemiro's fit. He's so so good. I've watched him this season live a few times. He holds that. He's like a Makalele. United mm. haven't had a player like that for years. I'm so pleased for, for, for United. Well, don't they have anyone else? Because we've, we've actually got... A, I know he's 30, but we've got a great player there.
1: Yeah. No, he is good. But I don't think that was ever in question. I just think... I still think you overpaid for him, given his age. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, for, yeah, for a few years at least... You know, he is yeah. a great player. And I tell you what, I can't stand Rich Richarlison, me. But for Brazil, he's a fucking world beater. <laughs> it's unbelievable. That goal <laughs> was unbelievable, On it? What a goal, yeah. that team goal. It, it was fantastic, wasn't it? A great finish at the end there. But I think the player for Brazil uh, of the tournament for me has been that Vinicius Junior. Oh, We've excellent. all known about him, but Christ, I've never seen him, like, this much you know because I don't watch Real Madrid that much so um, yeah he, he looked unbelievable I, I think he's been their best player but I think Richarlison's been pushing him close
0: yeah I think so cracking two cracking plays. and then if we go on to the last round to 16 games, Dave, which is out on the sixth, was Morocco v Spain. And we talked about, <laughs> I said about the worst penalties I've ever seen. Well, Spain was basically hold by beer because they yeah. lost, <laughs> it went nil-nil all the way through. And I kept thinking, I said to Jordan, I said, Morocco are going to win this, you know, I said. Yeah. Result, uh, Spain had completely like outplayed in possession, everything, but Morocco looked dangerous on the break. And I was like, they have got to score here. The way this is going, this is, and it didn't, and it went to ex- extra time. Then then it went to penalties. Morocco dictum 3-0 and that last penalty, a, a Spanish-born Real Madrid yeah. fan who plays for Morocco and he fucking did a Penenka penalty taking the yeah. piss. <laughs> what a penalty, Dave.
1: It was unbelievable, wasn't it? But I think this is a, a massive thing for Spain because we in the last, what, 20 years, Spain have been brilliant. They've had so many great players and they've you know, played everyone off the park with this tick attacker football, but Christ, it's, it's it's like football's moved on. You know, it's much more high intensity, high press, um, whereas they are possession for possession's sake a lot of the time. And I, I just felt like even in normal time and extra time, Morocco did look like it carved out the better chances, and and yeah. you know could have easily gone through before the penalties, but. Chris, apparently they've taken thousands of penalties in preparation from this because prior to this game, the Spanish were up there with England as being one of the worst teams for, for <laughs> losing on penalties. And it's like, well, you know, I, I am a believer in, you know, practice makes perfect. I remember, it, I'm sure I told you this years ago, like, there's this uh, sort of mock keyboard player who just used to hang around the band and like in practice he could never get a particular song right and he was like oh it'll be alright on the night I'm like no no it won't be if you can never fucking get it right in practice you won't magically <laughs> it's not Rocky you know it's, it's, it's not a movie <laughs> you, know? you will not get it right with the pressure of all these people watching you and the, but the thing is with the penalties it, it defies belief apparently they were taking thousands of fucking penalties well you wouldn't have believed it because everyone was just like they'd taken their first penalty in their life so these were worse than the Japan penalties and like you say what a fucking way to finish off you know for the for the guy there like you say used to play for i think he came up through the madrid academy system and everything didn't he so yeah, what a great moment for him, and you know, I, I I think Portugal should be a little bit worried because I've seen a few of the Morocco games now, and they have looked a decent side.
0: Yeah, they have. To be fair, I mean Portugal six one against Switzerland day four 0 up after sixty minutes. You know, absolutely uh, fifty minutes. Sorry, absolutely dicking them. But but this this kid Ramos uh, Gonçalo yeah. Ramos. 21 years old, place of Benfica, I love the fact he dropped Ronaldo because it was yeah. like, it isn't just Manchester United, I'm not just saying it's sour grapes. <laughs> and he went off with a slap task. that he He yeah. went off one cellar and they're like, oh no, it wasn't like that. And, he's, and Ronaldo's going, I swear I am not bothered and he had his fucking hands mm. behind his, but swearing on his kids live and everything. He's like, he's had his hands behind his back, I think, Dave, his fingers crossed. But, it's just, not that kid... I'm not saying he could do it every game and it may have just been the quality of the opponent because Switzerland didn't look all that. But Portugal, I said it, and I'm sticking to that, they're a better team without Ronaldo, like Brazil or without Neymar. I'm sticking to that. I've got to because I fucking look stupid again as usual. So.
1: No, I think it's 100% true. And, you know, all of the talk before the game was this massive decision from the coach to drop him. And it's almost like a career decision because if it had gone the other way and they'd have got knocked out even if he'd have brought Ronaldo on that'd have probably been his job so what a fucking what a a strange twist of fate that you know it ends up that the lad you bring in bangs in a fucking brilliant hat trick and now you just look like a tactical genius. So, um, yeah, I mean, this lad, is he's going to be one to watch, isn't he? He'll be in the Premier League. I, I know Newcastle have been sniffing around him, uh, apparently, but whether he goes there or somewhere else, I mean, his, his stock just rose almost exponentially, didn't it? But I must admit, Chris, I had a little chuckle, and I wondered if he was on the phone to Piers Morgan. <laughs> <Crying>. Yeah. Is <yeah. laughs> <It's like, laughs> that interview looking well. for you now? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: That's a bed. Anyway, Dave. just quickly, I know we've done England-France and we've talked about that one, so let's talk about the, the first couple of games, which start very soon. So we've got Croatia against Brazil. What are you thinking there, Dave?
1: I think Brazil will have enough, but I tell you what, I don't think they're going to find it easy. And I, you know what? I, I think this is like 2-1 or something like that to Brazil. I think Croatia... We. Always underestimate them, but to be fair, if we have talked before the Portugal uh, Switzerland game, I'd, I'd have said the same about Switzerland, and I would have yeah. looked a bit stupid. So it's good job we didn't record then. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Something about this Croatian side. I just think we constantly underestimate them. I, I fucking it irks me to say it because I, you know, I, I didn't like. I don't like him at Spurs. Don't like him at Madrid. But Modric, you just. He won the Ballon d'Or about four years ago. He looks fucking better now. Yeah, he's it, a great player, Then Dorian Gray or something. He is turning into one of my favourite players in, in the time when you, you're usually expecting people to decline. So, yeah, I, I can't wait for that one. I think it's going to be a great game. But I just think Brazil have got too much attacking talent. But you know what, Chris? The, I didn't like that the South Koreans, like... <laughs> They're a traditionally smaller footballing nation, aren't they? And so I just don't like the over-celebrating and stuff like that. So I think Brazil will go through. I think it would be good for the tournament that they go through. But I wouldn't mind seeing them fucking sweat a little bit as well.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm just saying. A little
1: bit bit of pressure by uh, Croatia and feel that fear that they might go out.
0: I think so, Dave. I mean, the, the momentum's building with Brazil, but it'd be great if they went to extra time, and the, even if they won, that's fine, because I think, look at the other game, Netherlands Argentina. I think Netherlands are going to beat them, you know. I don't know what it is. I just feel like that. I'm not saying Netherlands are going to win it, but I've just got a feeling they might do Argentina.
1: Mm, yeah, I, I don't think so. I think it's, it's going to be 2-0 Argentina, this one again i i just feel mm. like argentina are just they've got too much for the netherlands and you know I've, for me like van dyke is the best center back i've ever seen at liverpool I, I think all these debates about you know is is he the best center back ever or something like that it's just it's a bit of a nonsense thing you can't really compare across different eras um yeah but for me just say uh, he's head and shoulders above uh, everyone else however I just don't think it's enough, you know. You, that what is it, Gapco? Who you're after? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think he's he's looked really good, isn't he? But you know, again, Thiago Silva—he's another one that just gets better with age. I, th- I think he'll come up against a brick wall today. So, yeah, we'll see, that's Dave. It. We'll
0: see. Well, <laughs> yep, no, no, and I think we've covered the other game to be fair. We've talked about Morocco, Portugal, and obviously England, France. So,
1: um, yep, I think we're pretty much up to date, my friend. It is. Good to have a, a round, last round 16 and we're into the quarterfinals next. So like you say, mm-hmm. we've got those matches today and then uh, on Saturday. And then I think we've got another break, haven't we? And then the next set of matches are on Tuesday. So I tell you what, Chris, is the, is the World Cup normally this quick? Because it does seem, even though it's been relentless, it seems to like it's going to be over pretty quick.
0: Um, I don't know whether the gaps. I always thought the se- no. I think it. I think it is. I think the semi-finals are usually midweek and the finals like the following week. I mean, look, Dave. The finals are supposed to be on the 18th, right? Which is a uh, that's actually a Monday, isn't it? The 18th. Mm. I'm all, I'm watching United on the Thursday, the 21st. Is it? The United are playing at home in the bloody against Burnley and the bloody caribou cup so
1: yeah uh, but none of the like rashford and that they they won't be playing at all will they no i don't think
0: so i don't think so it'd be a skeleton staff on that one i think the 27th will all be back we play wolves and show you well.
1: We, we've got fucking city have you city oh, on thursday 22nd uh, and, <laughs> and <laughs>
0: harlan has been resting for fucking five <laughs> oh weeks yeah <my> <laughs> <God. laughs> Be up against Dave. a set of kids, yeah. As, as, he, as Mr. Neeson says, David, taken
1: good luck. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely hope Argentina dump out Netherlands. I, I can't have Van Dyke hanging around yeah, you, the world you, cup you for too much back, longer. Dave. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be a good contest against Haaland, actually. That'd be one to watch. Yeah. That good game, yeah. up. Right, I mean, uh, we've, we've been go. twice oh, sorry, already months. this season. Beat them in the know, Charity Shield and beat him in the league. So mm. the thing is, it's the fucking League Cup, isn't it? So under normal circumstances, this early in the tournament, we just put out the kids and maybe some fringe players, you know, like Gomez or someone like that. You know, yeah. well, he's played a bit this season, but, you know, someone who's not played as much, like Simicas at left back and stuff like that, will play um, Kelleher in goal, no doubt. But the fact that it's City... You know, we've had such a rivalry over the last five or six years. I I don't know. I think he might go full strength there.
0: You might need to, to be fair, Dave. They're going to have a pretty strong
1: team. So hopefully Portugal uh, with (laughs) Silva uh, gets quite far as well then. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) He always has has a decent game against us.
0: good stuff so thank you today mate and uh, yeah we'll we'll get back to everybody when we get to around the semi-final stage see how we go and maybe we're going to be commiserate with England we don't know so if you want to email us chatfootypodcast at gmail.com guys you want us on social media at chatfooty so Dave thank you so much for today mate great that we've jumped back on for a bit of a catch up and I'll see you next time bye now